you know, obviously though, there's the whole Sam stuff that went down last year and, and DeFi kind of died for a while. A lot of teams, like they hadn't felt Sam's presence for a while. And I think we all kind of felt slighted, like, hey, this, this, this is our ecosystem. It's not Sam's ecosystem. And, and just these last six months, the amount of stuff shipping and the amount of interest in LSTs uh, and Solana DeFi has just exploded. Like my, my job is like so much more fun now and easier. <laughs> like this earlier this year, it was like pretty brutal. You know, you're just trying to figure out how to like evangelize liquid staking when there's there were, you really couldn't even borrow end for a few months uh, with liquid staking tokens. And it's it's kind of nice to see more and more people kind of realizing what's been being built here. Hey everyone, welcome to the Edge Podcast. I'm DeFi Dad here with Nomadic from 4RC. Today's show features Marinade Finance, the top staking protocol on Solana with nearly 10 million soul staked, equal to over $600 million across 75,000 unique wallets. Live for over two years, Marinade is the most popular dApp on Solana thanks to countless DeFi integrations to support its flagship liquid staking derivative, MSOL. In this episode, we'll discuss how Marinade grew to become such a trusted protocol in Solana, including the recent launch of their native staking service, which allows users to stake soul directly without losing custody across 100 plus network validators in one click. But before we do, just a quick word from our sponsors who make the Edge podcast possible. For most of us, our crypto journey started with MetaMask. And now with MetaMask Portfolio, we can do so much more. MetaMask Portfolio puts you in control. Use the dashboard to see all your assets and balances across your wallets in one place. The buy feature allows us to buy crypto assets effortlessly with fiat options such as PayPal or credit card. The swap feature allows us to swap any tokens anytime by finding a selection of available rates. The bridge feature allows us to bridge between networks, including Ethereum, L1s, and L2s, based on the best price and fastest delivery time. And with the stake feature, anyone in a few clicks can stake ETH and earn rewards. Do more in Web3 your way with a safe, simple, and convenient tool that's all in one place. Track and manage your Web3 everything at metamask.io portfolio. Whether you're a trader, farmer, analyst, or newbie, you can trade smart with KyberSwap, the OG decentralized exchange and aggregator on 13 chains. Swap at the best rates, farm with real yields, set limit orders, use their proprietary trading and AI tools with the best UX in DeFi, securely and permissionlessly. Get better rates, better opportunities, better alpha, and a better trading experience. Trade smart now at kyberswap.com. Mike, before we get back to the show, can you explain what is liquid restaking? Everybody at this point is familiar with the liquid staking. It lets you take your stake ETH, mint a liquid staking token, and then use that token in DeFi. Well, the hottest thing in staking right now is restaking. It's the ability to reuse your stake ETH to provide Ethereum's trust layer to other services that want to benefit from it. Services like data availability layers, Oracle networks, other blockchains, and beyond. The benefit of restaking is that you get to earn additional staking rewards on top of your normal staking rewards. Well, uh, currently, if you want to restake your ETH, uh, your only option is to lock up uh, your ETH. The reason that's a problem is because you can't use your restaked ETH in DeFi. We are launching ETH, uh, the Etherfi liquid restaking token, because with liquid uh, restaking, users get the benefit of staking rewards, restaking rewards, 
and they get to collect loyalty points for Etherfy and Eigenlayer through this token. So it's the easiest way to get exposure to two up-and-coming uh, early uh, protocols, and on top of that, get all the benefits of staking and restaking. To learn more about ETH liquid staking and liquid restaking, go to ether.fi. It all started so simply with CryptoKitties and Maker on Ethereum, but quickly became complex with more applications and many chains. Today, everyone agrees, UX issues are the biggest blocker standing in the way of crypto adoption. Introducing Avocado. Multi-chain UX redesigned from the ground up. The first wallet to abstract networks, accounts and gas. One gas tank to pay transaction fees on all chains in USDC. And native access to Instadap's powerful, custom DeFi strategies. Avocado, one wallet to rule all chains. All right, let's introduce Brandon Tucker from the core team at Marinade Finance. Brandon, welcome to the Edge podcast. How are you doing? Awesome. Thanks for having me. I big uh, big supporter for a couple years. I think you were one of the first accounts I was following. And um, as a fellow dad, I think it gave me some confidence that like it's not just all degenerates in, in DeFi and you can be a responsible dad and and be in this business. So thanks for the info. No, thanks so much, Brandon. That's that's so nice of you to say. Uh, so today we're going to try to cover really all you need to know about Marinade Finance as the top staking protocol uh, on Solana. We're going to talk a lot about why you now refer to it as optimized staking. I think many of us who have used uh, MSOL in the past have you know referred to you as liquid staking, and so that that's the really interesting development that we want to highlight. Uh, but I do want to like backtrack to like the starting or the founding of Marinade. Uh, I heard a rumor that you know you were founded with like something like eighty thousand dollars. I'm curious, like, is that true? Can you talk about like? I, I always assumed you had VCs backing you. Like Marinade was founded in the what I want to say, like the last bull run. So I assumed you had, you know, maybe even some of the the legacy issues that some protocols had with SPF and FTX, but apparently that's 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 not true. So yeah, can you walk us through like the founding of Marinade? Happy to. Yeah, the uh, the team was founded back in the spring of 2021. Uh, I, I joined in the, the fall of 2020. I joined at the exact market top. So if you see like Solana at 260, that's exactly when I started. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the team, it was basically two teams that got together at a hackathon. They were, um, working in, in multiple ecosystems and, uh, saw the Solana hackathon, both began working on liquid staking and just teamed up, um, got together and, and shipped the, uh, the hackathon project together. And they were able to just get like an $80,000 from the Solana Serum hackathon. And, uh, Marinade was actually able to be the first liquid staking token live on mainnet on Solana. This is uh, August of 2021. So they actually beat Lido by about a month uh, to mainnet. So that was huge. It really gave Marinade this head start. And and it's really just been a community ethos from the beginning. Um, you know, no VC, a, to- a total fair launch token, uh, MNDE that launched uh, that October uh, with the idea of just being um, a fully on-chain DAO that we've been executing like crazy. Uh, over the last year or two. So it really is just a, a community project. Uh, there's a lot of ways to contribute and we're always eager to, to really get 
the whole community of Solana involved, whether it's, um, you know, DeFi protocols, uh, validators, thought leaders, uh, we really kind of envision it as a public good kind of here for the ecosystem, contributing public tooling, all open source stuff, uh, for the ecosystem for, for years to come. How did you decide to start working on Solana? I guess, like, were you holding soul and thinking about the opportunity there with, with liquid staking? Uh, cause I, I would imagine it was probably a popular decision in 2021 and then I'm I'm betting you 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 endured a lot during the crypto winter, like everyone. And and now in the end of 2023, again, I I feel like you're looking like a genius again to a lot of folks, um, like like an overnight success, which I, I think clearly again you, you all have worked very hard to get to this point. Yeah, yeah, I think the teams just really at the beginning like the technological value proposition of Solana. This. This idea of composability on Solana is is really good for liquid staking. Uh, and just kind of speaking as like a retail normie from the beginning, it's hard to like do a lot with Ethereum, like staked Ethereum on mainnet without kind of running into a lot of fees. Uh, but on Solana, everything is just so composable and the fees are so low that you can really kind of maximize just the stackability and the composability of a liquid staking token. So you can use all these really cool strategies. And, and one of the great things about MSOL is that, you know, we've got the liquid staking token and we really don't do a whole lot after that for the composability and just the, the whole like ecosystem usage. Like DeFi teams just take it and run with it. They build all these really cool use cases with it. Uh, and, and we're just kind of like this, uh, this kind of cornerstone or this backbone of liquidity in the ecosystem. And what, what's really exciting to me is, you know, obviously the, there's the whole SAM stuff that went down last year and, and DeFi kind of died for a while. And, and just these last six months, the amount of stuff shipping and the amount of interest in LSTs and uh, Solana DeFi has just exploded. Like my, my job is like so much more fun now and easier. <laughs> like this earlier this year, it was like pretty brutal. You know, you're just trying to figure out how to like evangelize liquid staking when there's there were, you really couldn't even borrow end for a few months uh, with liquid staking tokens. So yeah, that, we've been building like crazy. Happy to share about that, but really just the ecosystem in general. It was really a call to arms. You know, I think about where we were in November of last year, you know, most of us were at breakpoint in Portugal as all the stuff was going down. And it, it didn't feel fair because I think a lot of the teams didn't feel like Sam was part of like our team. Um, you know, I think we, you, you could probably find some like DMs with us in Alameda from like way back in the day. Like they were kind of just tangentially involved uh, to a degree, but like a lot of teams, like they hadn't felt Sam's presence for a while. And I think we all kind of felt slighted, like, hey, hey this, this this is our ecosystem. It's not Sam's ecosystem. And I think in the last year, you've really seen that come to life. Um, and it's it's kind of nice to see more and more people kind of realizing what's been being built here. It's crazy to think how much changed to in a year. You know, we're talking in December 2023 and December 2022 was a really, really dark time for everyone. Uh, so it's a reminder that like things can change very quickly uh this is you know part of the reason it, as much as i i know it's impossible not to like pay attention to prices and um you know to keep your eye on the market of course it's very important to the growth of our space it is important to you know keep your head down and and keep building and and um now that we're you know very likely i think in a bull run it's it's important to not give ourselves too much credit during the bull run, you know, like 
during the bear market, we all want to say like, you know, the prices don't matter. Like the, the tech is still building. The fundamentals are strong. But during the bull run, I, I do feel like even the most like well-intentioned people sometimes get caught up in that and, and like forget to pat themselves or forget to stop patting themselves on the back. I, I think uh, just speaking from like a sole price perspective, you know, I, I think the the benefit of, of Sol not being $8 anymore is that it does help the, the network decentralization and incentivize a validator network across uh, the world. And they can operate in, in many countries now and, and still, you know, be sustainable, uh, you know, utilize a, a variety of servers. And, and that's really what Meredith is, has really been focused on. We actually had a workshop at this last break point when Sol was like $30 trying to like understand how sustainable the validator network was. And at those prices, it was like maybe 100 or 200 validators were operating sustainably by our estimates. But now that's doubled, the network is, is healthier, uh, assuming that, you know, sole price is, is able to stabilize and like network and hardware costs don't go up like crazy. So that that is the benefit if we if we don't want to talk about like moon, moon boy stuff too much. But like Mar- Marinade is profitable now. We weren't profitable for like over a year. Um, just being a bootstrap company, we were like really lean and mean this last year. But all, all this stuff, the the, the combination uh, of Sol, uh, you know, going up in price, but also just the amount of stake coming to us now, it's it's really benefiting uh, the ecosystem at large. Brandon, can you just give us kind of like the elevator pitch uh, overview of what Marinade does and kind of the various product products that you offer? Sure. Yeah. Probably should have done that like five minutes ago, but it's fine. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so, so Marinade, so if you're on Solana, if you're holding Sol, you should stake it because of the blockchain emissions. So it is a proof of stake network that is emitting more tokens at about, right now, about 6% a year. So like you want to stake it to kind of keep your, your stack intact compared to the, the market cap, but you're also supporting network decentralization through staking. And what Marinade is doing is it's optimizing your stake. So instead of just staking with one validator and kind of being reliant on their performance, uh, we're taking that stake and we're distributing it to 100 plus validators who we, we know to be the best across the network. We're using a scoring strategy that factors in both the centralization and just their their APY performance. So we're actually supporting the network as, as well as strong validators. So it's kind of like a way you can like set and forget your stake and not have to worry about a, a validator going offline, which we've had many examples of validators going offline or changing their commissions or, or doing things that are like not not great for your APY or your network, so we're really we're really kind of like your uh, your manager for for staking Solana in a, in a wise way, and we'll do it uh, liquid or or native, which I know that you guys are big fans of the of the native product. Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking that those that listen to this podcast in the future, I'm going to assume that they might have some familiarity with DeFi on Ethereum or the Ethereum L2s, and so when you when you're coming to Solana DeFi. You know, MSOL is is uh, it's easy to pick up because you know if you've ever used something like Stake ETH or like Steph or any of the other LSTs, let's say Rocket Pools, uh, it's the same idea. Like I, I want to hold something that is still liquid but is passively earning me uh, the staking rewards from the network. Uh, you know, whether it's collateral or we want to provide liquidity, um, there's lots of different use cases there. And so we're we're benefiting from that with MSOL through Marinade. Uh, but I think it was in July, you all released this native staking product, which uh, I, I can personally attest, it's it's my 
favorite DeFi product because it's it's allowing me to earn maximum yield on Soul without any smart contract interaction. So can you walk us through like what's the point of native staking? What is it as a product? Like how does it differentiate from uh, the liquid staking product? Yeah, it's really one of these kind of only possible on Solana things. Um, and really the native was born kind of out of this kind of dark ages of, of Solana DeFi back in like, you know, December, January, when there really wasn't like a whole lot to do in DeFi. And, you know, we're, we're talking to a lot of, you know, larger investors, institutions, you know, asking them about MSOL and liquid staking, because we, we've always felt like the, the main value proposition of Meridate was the, the delegation strategy as much as being liquid. And so you talk to a lot of these institutions and, and larger holders, and they don't want to to have any exposure to Solana DeFi right now. And I think if you would have talked to them a year ago, you'd say, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, they, they, they don't want the, the smart contract exposure either. And so what Marinade was able to do is we took the delegation strategy and it's, it's what it is, is it's the stake bot that we, we kind of program the stake bot that kind of analyzes the, the validator network of Solana and delegate stake through the stake bot. And, and we don't need to use this, the liquid staking smart contract for that. And so what we're able to do is uh, you give us the stake authority of your stake account. And this stake bot churns out like 100 plus stake accounts for you like automatically. Um, and if you did this on Ethereum, the, the transaction fees would be insane. Um, we, we did like some analysis like in the first couple months of, of Marinade Native, I think the, the transaction costs for like hundreds of thousands of transactions were like 20 bucks or something. So like from from a protocol perspective, this is something that we're able to do on Solana that we probably wouldn't be able to do on a lot of other chains. So um, so yeah, like you, you retain the withdrawal authority the whole time. It's really like you're just one click getting 100 plus stake accounts. Um, and every epoch we're looking at uh, the delegation and if there's any validators who are suffering or not doing well, uh, we're rotating a, the the kind of laggards, and we're we're kind of rotating it into to better stake accounts. So you're you're kind of always seeing that yield, and and you don't have to worry about like a big validator going offline because so, something I will point out is like especially when the FTX stuff happened and the economics had just totally blown up, you had validators changing their commission to 100, percent not telling anybody, and trying to get away with it for like you know months or until you noticed. Um, so like if you're staking to one validator, that's kind of the worst case scenario, or they go offline and don't tell you where you're, you think you're staking and earning yield, but you're not at all. And so that's, that, that's kind of the, 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 the main benefit of Marinade is that we're always going to be watching for you. So you don't have to like babysit your, your validator. For the native staking product, if you're going to withdraw, uh, is that withdraw, does the withdrawal require any, um, like waiting period uh did were you just saying can you do it almost instantly or or do you have to wait for it to be unstaked you can unstake individual stake accounts uh instantly and it is possible to do that with marinade native but um what you can kind of go to other sites and like withdraw like one stake account at a time so like if you wanted to get out of your, your native stake account right now it, it would take a lot of clicks to do it but you could like unstake instantly from like one or two validators for those who don't really know about Solana, um, there is like a pretty large liquidity pool for instant unstakes. So that's actually one of the detriments as to like why liquid staking is only about 3% of stake is that it's a stake account is actually really liquid already. Um, it's not like other chains where it might be like a two week uh, 
unbounding period or like a month unbounding period. It's it's just two to three days on Solana. So it's it's already like a really liquid network. So it's 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 quite easy to get out of your native. Are are you aware of uh any like impact that native staking has had in terms of like how much soul was staked prior to you launching versus how much soul is now staked on Solana. I, I was kind of like tracking the, the stats there on the website. Uh, and and I, I imagined it would have some material impact because again, it's just, it's such a, it's such an important product, you know, for folks who want to stake larger amounts of soul, but aren't willing to risk, you know, uh, using something like a liquid staking derivative. Yeah, Solana has always been like a pretty well-staked network. Usually around like 70, 75% of all Sol is staked. Uh, a lot of that is actually like locked stake too for like early VC year grants. So like they're on like a vest period. I know we're always like watching the FTX estate like a hawk to see when those unlocks happen. But um, there's like 55 million Sol or so that's like locked in stake accounts too. There, there, there's been like a steady growth, I would say. Um, I wouldn't say it's been like earth shattering. There's a, there's a lot of people who have their their stake accounts parked and are kind of hesitant to do anything with it for various reasons. Um, there, there are some reasons why larger holders wouldn't use a product like Marinade Native, for example. Some want to make sure that they're like with KYC validators um, or they have like really good relationships or they have their own validator. So th- those are people who have kind of kept it the same. Um, so- Solana has always been a, a pretty nicely staked network though and but I, I would say the growth is like steadily growing, it, especially with Liquid. I think we've seen some nice, nice growth as as DeFi comes back because uh, there's just a lot more to do with it now. I want to just bring up Jito uh, for a minute here. They've made a lot of waves just recently with their what looks to be a massive airdrop to the community. Um, we were talking just a little bit before we got it started here, and I was actually kind of surprised that there's almost more of like a positive sum relationship between Marinade and Jito. Just wondering if you can kind of break that down for us again, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Gila is an awesome team. They they have like absolutely like earned everything on on Solana. They are just absolute like engineering chads and and like just beyond happy for what they've contributed to Solana. And so I, I think what it's it's important to understand like Marinade and Gila both have stake pools, and then like beyond that, we also kind of do different things. And so. Jito really, their their kind of claim to fame early on was this new validator client, which was a fork of the Solana validator client. And what their a client was able to do was introduce this idea of, of MEV rewards to Solana that people got really excited about. And so you can actually earn like MEV yield through those validators uh, in addition to staking rewards. And Marinade and Jito, so like Jito's stake pool for now is staking to like all Jito client validators to as a way of like kind of bootstrapping the validators use that client. Marinade, we, we will stake to anybody. So we'll stake to the Solana Labs validators. We'll stake to the Jito validators. Uh, when Firedancer comes out, we'll stake to Firedancer. We're really just looking for like performant decentralized validators. And so being the largest stake pool uh, for so long, like our, our stake is benefiting the Jito client because we're sending like, I think we bet we're, we're maybe half of our stake-ish is going to Jito client validators. That's like, five-ish million soul going to geo validators and supporting them. And then their performance is so good that it's benefiting our stakers because we can give our stakers MEV and strong performance for Gito. So it's like, I think we're, we're, it's kind of a symbiotic thing. We're, we're really kind of building together. And I think it's awesome that they're like Solana specific. They're like focused totally on Solana. I know that 
you've got kind of a neat audience here in like Lido left uh, last month. And it makes sense. Like they are so big on Ethereum. Actually, I, 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 am not sure if it makes sense. I, I, I will say, Brandon, I, when, when they made that announcement, you know, I, I, I didn't flinch at it because, you know, I, I think as someone who had, who has spent more of my time and attention on Ethereum and L2s, I thought, yeah, like they've got an enormous audience of loyal users there. Man, the timing of that decision does feel somewhat epic now, right? Like it feels like they announced and left and then Solana just like exploded with this like newfound interest. So, you know, I'm not like claiming to have any um, part of that like victory. I I think like I have uh, pivoted pretty quickly to recognize like the momentum shift uh, is remarkable. Uh, and all of the the folks like yourself that were building through the bear market, like this is the reward of that. And, and Solana looks very strong and healthy now. Um, but yeah, it just, I feel like it took everyone by surprise seeing that. Like, wow. Like they, they checked out and, and everything exploded. And, and I do believe if they had waited just like one more month, I, I bet that uh, ST uh, Soul would have continued as a product, but you know, uh, not that uh, you have to be at odds with them as Marinade Finance, and I don't think you guys ever were at odds. Uh, but it opened up a, I, th- I think, a pretty large opportunity uh, for anyone who was uh, holding ST Soul to consider what else should I be using. And the most obvious, I think, alternative, if you were an ST Soul was to get into Marinade. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll just add that I think the teams that kind of doubled down on Solana kind of at the depths, um, they're pretty much all like bearing the fruits now. And like, you know, Marinade's been like all in on Solana. Gito's been all in on Solana. There's there's countless other protocols that have been all in on Solana throughout this whole thing. And those those that kind of stuck around are, are doing well. Yeah, like we, we like... We respect Lido like crazy, and I know that our, our founding team like is 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 huge huge Lido fans. And like sometimes people ask if like Meridate is the Lido of Solana, and it's like I, I don't consider that at all because I think we manage like two to three percent total stake, which is <laughs> like nothing. So, um, but like it's yeah, business is crazy, timing is crazy, it's serendipity. Um, but I think those those who work on Solana every single day and their focus is on Solana, they, the value prop never really changed, even when like liquidity was dry. Um, a lot of the, the the cool things that happened just before Breakpoint with regards to just like chain performance and um, like priority transactions and things like that that for for like the the builders and the developers, like they were just jacked up about that. So like, why would they leave right after those updates? Brandon, you you mentioned uh, MEV earlier and kind of that like symbiotic relationship between Gito and Marinade for how how you captured on the Marinade side. Um, DeFi Dad and I should never pretend to be MEV experts, but I am curious, like, I, I think I'm pretty blind to kind of the MEV markets on Solana. Like, like how meaningful is it right now? How much is that growing? And, and I guess how much uh, fee revenue do you see passing through uh, MEV? Uh, yeah, right now it's not significant. Like there's no like Jared from Subway equivalent on Solana, like sandwiching our stuff. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I think like that the stake pool, like our entire stake pool, Ichipak is maybe getting like five to 10 soul ish, like 
of MEV, but the idea is that there's a lot more opportunity as the chain gets more demand and more action and, and validators are, are able to kind of benefit more from the, the ordering of, of transactions. So I think it's it's more of a future benefit. I think for Marinade, it makes a much bigger difference on just the overall validator performance versus MEV. But I think we're also excited about MEV. We're, we're hugely excited about Fired Answer and what that offers too. That's that's another big thing that is just another validator client with like even more insane speeds and, and opportunities. So I think with, with Marinade, I, I wouldn't say like um, MEV is like this massive driver, but it, it, it is exciting. It's, it's another thing that that Solana offers uh, a lot of potential of. Can you uh, talk a little bit more about Fire Dancer and, and what impact, if any, that'll have on Marinade? Um, you just mentioned a, a validator client with insane speed. So yeah, anything else you can offer there to dumb it down for someone who's heard the word Fire Dancer but has no idea like how it relates to Solana? Yeah, and, and apologies, apologies in advance to Kevin Bowers if I like totally screw this up as a liberal arts guy, but but really, like the the idea behind Solana um, having multiple clients is that it really helps the um, this idea like downtime that Solana used to have. But if we can have like you know parallel clients running, just like Ethereum does, right? Ethereum's got like five or six, right? Um, so this idea of like different clients running in different programming languages uh, kind of eliminates um, really the the idea of like a chain halt which Solana hasn't had a chain halt like really all year. I think it's been 10 or 11 months at this point, but um, multiple clients running means that like the, the network can stay live. Um, and also like they're building it in a way where they, they're like saying that they could do like a million transactions a second or something insane. Um, the, the way that they're building, this is the jump team that's building it. So, you know, they have, they have motivations for like this, like insane trading light speed stuff. Uh, from a trading perspective, but it also just opens up a lot of consumer use cases for having um, both the speed and the liveness that that Fire Dancer introduced. And I think they're it's it's in testnet now, and I believe like a a light version they're calling Franken Dancer is potentially going to go live by Q2. Um, and totally said like once Fire Dancer is live, we can take away the beta. He, he feels good about no more mainnet beta for Solana, so we're all excited uh, for Tolly. So Brandon, the Marinade token is already live and we sort of saw how Gito really utilized their token not being live with their point system uh, for their airdrop to, I think, accrue just a ton of TVL. What is your plan uh, in this kind of competitive marketplace to continue to draw in TVL, even with a token that's already live? Like any any tricks up your sleeve or... Sure. Yeah. You know, we did the fair launch airdrop uh, you know, two years ago. So, you know, you can only have so many bullets for an airdrop to, to get all that hype. So, uh, you know, we were doing a, a, a small campaign too called Marinator and this year that it runs up uh, at the end of December where you're able to kind of earn uh, some MND on top of your staking awards. And, and really the idea there was to kind of make sure that like the combined APY of the MND plus staking awards like earns you a better uh, yield than like any single validator so it, it kind of really introduces you to the the marinade value proposition so I, I think that the token utility i would say is really interesting and I, I don't think enough people know about it who are like breathing you know staking on solana uh but the mnde token we introduced this idea of directed stake with it and so if if you lock your tokens in our realms governance uh, you can vote for validators to receive 
like all the stakes. So it's 20% of the stake pool. So uh, I'd say this is directing about two and a half, or no, about two million um, of our stake pool stake is determined based on MNDE voting. And so if I vote for a validator, they get that proportion of stake to their node. And so for validators, this is like really interesting for them to like attract a stake through the MNDE token. Um, and another cool thing to keep an eye on is validators are starting to introduce this idea of like their own like boosted markets um, for like almost like a Vodium kind of concept. Maybe Curve Wars is a good example, but they'll like give you additional incentives to vote for them with your MNDE and you can actually get like more staking awards uh, by voting for them. And then the, the validators get additional stake. So that's like a, a really interesting utility. And we're starting to see more and more validators start to like offer their own, um, their own incentives. And I think this is going to really proliferate into 2024. Um, just this idea of being able to kind of vote with your token. And it's, it's really kind of maintaining that community ethos I spoke about earlier of, of Marinade really trying to be this community fair launch protocol and the community is always going to be able to vote uh, on a portion of the the Marinade stake. Are there any uh, links or resources you'd recommend, Brandon, for keeping up with, you know, all, all these updates and um, being able to participate in that, like, staking and on-chain governance in the future? Yeah, uh, obviously the, the Twitter, Discord, we've got great docs that we're working on all the time. So, um you know, de- definitely dig into the docs a little bit and, and kind of see what's going on there. The validator community too, there's a handful of like really awesome validators who are outstanding at education. I, I'm thinking of like Knox Trade, Solana Hub, Solana Compass, Lane, Kojic. Um, the, the list goes on of like awesome validators who I think speak in a language good enough like for retail to understand. And they've been really proactive at you know, not only marketing the ecosystem, but themselves and staking. And they really benefit from Marinade Stake too. And so they're always like huge supporters of stake. I've written up a few reviews uh, uh, previously about Marinade in the Defiant and the DeFi Alpha Guide. And I I remember like every time I've done this, I've I've considered, will you expand to other liquid staking products like Beyond Soul? So do you foresee that in the roadmap? And also, maybe even uh, more obvious would be uh, offering MSOL on other chains uh, that are, you know, Solana friendly or, you know, are going to have like a crossover audience with uh, MSOL, MSOL holders on Solana. Yeah, good question. I think if we didn't really go multi-chain during the FTX downturn, we're, we're probably not going to anytime soon. Um, I, I do think, though, that like, the MSOL like token is like very composable and can be utilized by other teams. And so I think that's more likely and is that like another team like a, a Neon or someone using, you know, SVM or really protocols who are like building multi-chain, they would like just permissionlessly utilize our token. Like we don't really have to be involved whatsoever for that. And like we recently went through a, a smart contract upgrade that makes MSOL just even like more composable to work with with, with like a better programming language so i don't i don't anticipate like the marinade core team like proactively trying to like get across as many chains as we can but i do see other chains seeing seeing the benefit of having lsts from solana on their platform and and integrating us pretty seamlessly 
Brandon, this is probably a good place for us to start to wrap up. So I want to remind our listeners that uh, first, they can learn about Marinade Finance by going to marinade.finance. They can follow you on Twitter. It's uh, Brandon Tucker. And then uh, they can follow Marinade Finance at Marinade Finance. And so we'd love to give you the final word. Just you know, thank you for taking the time to you know talk with us. Uh, obviously, as a user of all Marinade products, like this is a real joy for me to kind of dig into uh, what happens behind the scenes, where the product roadmap is is headed. Uh, but for those who would want to get more involved, like, do you have any recommendations of like where to start or like where to plug into the uh, Marinade community? Sure. Yeah, I think the the Discord's great. We have a lot of discussion going on in there. We we also run like an MSOL strategies channel too. So like if you've got MSOL and you don't know how to use it in DeFi, uh, you know, visit the MSOL strategies channel. We, we're also uh, updating the cookbook. That's like a DeFi cookbook where you can kind of see all the various strategies where you can use MSOL. Like we've got leverage staking now where you can like one click, like lever up your MSOL stake to like 4X um, if you want. That's kind of degenerate, but relatively safe, I'd say. Um liquidity pools, like all that stuff. So like, there's a whole lot to do with your MSOL. Um, now, if you don't want to use your liquid stake, then just go to native uh, like you are, because like that's even better APY performance and, and no smart contract. But it's it's an awesome community. I, I've been really kind of grateful to be a part of this community. I think I kind of found the, the perfect community for me in crypto. It's like very welcoming and global and uh, just uh, it's it's just kind of great to see all the activity picking up and, and seeing uh, folks like you reach out and, and want to talk about us more. So I'm I'm very, it's a it's going to be a good holiday season, I think, uh, all around. I think if you like see people like, you know, splurging like crazy at a restaurant or the mall, they, they might be a, I don't know, some Solana, some, some like Bonk Maxi. It's like a, a you'll, you'll spot the, bon, the Bonk Maxis a mile away this holiday season. You'd be around them at the bar. <laughs> one other thing before you go, you mentioned the 4X one-click leverage. Are you referring to Camino Finance or is there something else out there? So there's four now. So at the beginning of the year, there were zero and you always had to do it manually. Um, but then Superstake Soul, that was built by Drip, they launched it. Then Solend launched their own. Uh, and then you had uh, Camino where they just launched the V2 and they've got it. And then Mango just launched it too. So uh, that just kind of speaks to like how composable things are and how everyone's like jacked up to integrate us. Um and just liquid staking tokens in general, because DeFi can, like I, I mentioned, like 70% of stake, you know, and most of that's native. Like if that gets unlocked in a liquid, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy times. Well, it's, it's well earned. It's, it's not like this was an overnight success. And I think the, the most interesting takeaway for me today is just that uh, you, you never raised like a, a typical sort of like seed round with VCs. Like that, that is a, uh, that's a really uh, interesting part of, the, the story there. And, and uh, I would imagine anyone who's looking at Marinade, looking at when you were founded, had to have assumed the total opposite, that that you must have had some enormous round, you know, going back to 2021. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I, I think it's really telling uh, about the, the roots of like where you come from and the sort of like missionary driven uh, ethos, I think, behind you and, and clearly others on the protocol. Yeah, it's, it's made us scrappy. It's made us um, really, uh, really kind of focus on what matters uh, and 
you know, it, it's it's a it's a great team to be on. We're all very humble and, and love kind of collaborating with people in the ecosystem. And I'll also mention like I'm one third of the grant committee, and like you really can't get MNDE unless you contribute. Like even the uh, like the core team, like we don't get time based unlocks. Like it's all uh, TVL based milestone unlocks. And like we've got a grant committee that's like designed to like bring us an idea that you want to build. And like we'll unlock the MNDE for you to make it happen. Like we really want to see the community over the next couple of years, like take over Marinade, like make it decentralized to the point where it's like the community is in general and, and there's really not a core team. That's kind of the, the long-term roadmap. So it's, it's exciting. I think if you're on Solana, you want to be part of a community, it's a great place to be. So th- thanks again for your interest. It's, it's awesome to see that um, so many people are kind of t- taking notice now. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you're a talented founder or developer, please consider reaching out to our team at fourthrevolution.capital. And for future episodes of the Edge podcast, please check out our link tree at edge underscore pod. Edge.